Set your faces to fun and hold on to your buns. Let's talk Star Trek, the next generation. With Charlie and Megan, shut up, Wesley, you're dumb. So come on, set your phasers to fun. Welcome back to Set Phasers to Fun, everybody. What episode are we, Charlie? Episode number 34? 34. I was really hoping it would be a prime number. So it could be our prime directive episode. But too bad. We're going to have to save that gem for another time for someone who can do math. Probably 39? Yeah, let's see if we can get that, if we can last that long. No, 39 is not prime because it's divided by 3. Oh, right. 37, maybe. Hey, yeah, maybe, hey, yeah, 37. Uh, this is a great one for our Admirals Club listeners. If you know what the next prime number is after 34, <laughs> why don't you just tweet it on over to Charlie and Megan over here? Pop it on down there. Actually, just tweet us all the prime numbers. <laughs> In a row, please. In a row, and we will um, get into it. Guys, why are we talking about anything else? It's breaking news here on Set Phases to Fun. Captain Picard is back. I'm so excited! Yeah, they haven't announced it, but it's a show. It's going to be on CBS All Access, which I guess is a their CBS like streaming site. I don't know, Charlie. You're a big Hollywood guy. What's that? What, what is it? It's uh, what I like to call an app on my Apple TV, um, <laughs> and it's uh, it's how they put out Discovery. Okay. Uh, it's like, why why give it to you for free as part of your deal when we can charge you for it? Um, Naturally. Which, now, I am very happy to pay for it. Done. Done and done. And do um, we know when it's coming out? Sometime in the future. I think probably next year, they said. Future! It's still pretty early. And it's going to be called Jean-Luc Picard, The Wonder Years. That's right. Um, they announced it during the big Star Trek convention this weekend in Las Vegas, which I guess is like the biggest one. They're going to call it Grumpy Old Picard. <clears throat> That's right. By the way, quick aside, um, Marina Sirtis posted a photo on her Twitter. She ran into two ladies who were dressed up as Beverly and Deanna in their workout <gasps> leotards. Oh, you should tweet it. Retweet it because I want to see it. Okay, I will. I'm... <laughs> I wish we could have recorded this, the like, we tried to record on Saturday when they announced it, but we were both busy. I was running around the house like a goon. Yeah, here's what we were busy doing, Charlie. What we were busy doing was just screaming, Aah! and we couldn't sit down and get the, like, the vocal, we kept blowing up the mics. Yeah, that's right. I can't believe it. I'm so Let excited. me tell you what is happening, okay? Jean-Luc Picard's coming back the same year that the Dixie Chicks are recording another album. This is the Megan Gogarty year. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like the whole universe is like, hey, Megan, here you go. Here's some here's some pop culture gems for you. Just go, go crazy. I mean, it's I think it's got to be the universe kind of um, repaying us for the past couple, <laughs> 18 months. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> they could use a W. <laughs> <laughs> the more difficult the task, the sweeter the victory. I think the best way to do this would be to share this with our listeners and jump right in, too. A guy in jail, Christian Bale, a girl named Gail. You never know who's gonna ride in, so set your phasers to listener mail. Jason Cassidy. Oh, Jason, we love him. Admiral's Club. He says, will there be an emergency podcast? Yes, there will. Asked and answered. We're, we're doing great, Charlie. 
I, I We're knocking these questions out of the park so far. This is, this is only going to be like a four-minute episode. <laughs> Jenna, of course, writes in. Emerald's Club. Uh, she says, would you be as excited if you heard any other TNG cast members are involved? Who's your pick after Picard? Oh, that's good. Let's play this game. Yeah. Well, Picard uh, number one with the bullet. There's really no one better. Nobody does it better. Like, there's no way. Right. Number one. Um, well, I think Data is probably the least likely, just because Prince Spiner has, as all people do, gotten older. Yeah, you'd have to really explain that. Like, he got plastic surgery to look old. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, unless, like, I don't know. He could die as here, I guess. Data as a as a concept, I think, was better in the 20th century than it is. Like, we're in the land of sex robots now. Like, I just don't think that Data is quite as like, ooh, an android. Like, yeah, right. we have we have dogs jumping, robot dogs jumping over pineapples and opening doors, Jurassic Park style. Like, I I don't know if it's the same. Who would be my pick after Picard? I guess. I mean, I, I got to go with Riker. Why? Let's hear your reasoning. What? What's he been getting into since? I mean, he got married to Deanna. That didn't last. No, obviously didn't last. He rebounded. He's running a, like a tiki bar somewhere. Oh, 100% like, he's in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, he's, he's discovered polyamory. He's having a great time. You know what he does is he owns the premier singles resort on Ryza. <laughs> so that's what he does. <laughs> premier. Premier. Um, he does. Each room comes with shampoo bottle and beard, tri- beard trimming kit. Like, it's all very upscale. Now, I would I would hope that this show is kind of like a Magnum P.I. kind of thing, where Ooh. Picard on Ryza with, you know, Frakes, uh, or P- Riker, Worf, Geordi. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, now, let's see. Hang on, though. Hang oh, on. here's my pitch. Here's my pitch. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Vosh. Vosh is... Higgins. I was wondering, like, who's your Higgins? I was going to go with Jordy as a Higgins because he's an uptight prude, but Vosh as a Higgins is an ex- is an exciting and sexy new twist. <laughs> Thank you. That's very exciting. But, you know, can you imagine Vosh and Riker? I bet they would argue a lot, but not in a sexy way like Vosh and Picard. More like in a, like, brother-sister who loved Picard more way. Right. Like, they can't, um, like, you can't, there can't be two shares. Do you know what I mean? Like, there can't be two, two divas. Only, there, there can only be one. To be clear, in my series, he would be, uh, Picard would be Magnum. <laughs> um, Riker would be, like, um, he would own the, the hotel. I, there wasn't that guy on, maybe he would be, like, um, the helicopter guy. Rick. No, not Rick, the other one. But wait a minute, Picard's got his own... Picard guts his own show. I thought we were doing a Riker show. No, this is the Picard show. <laughs> Picard Riker has joined the cast of this show. Because Janet's question is, who should have a show after Picard? No, it was who should be who else from TNG cast should be involved. Oh, who should be on the show? Yeah. Oh yeah, well, I think then so. yeah, Riker is a no-brainer. Absolutely, Riker. Absolutely, Bev. I want Bev on the on Picard, the Wonder Years. Sure, Wonder Years, Bev. Absolutely, yes. Um, because they the got first, history; they go way back. The first line of the episode should, or the season should be, "Man, it's, I'm so sorry Wesley died, Bev." <laughs> oh, did you see on Twitter? Um, Will Wheaton is like, "Please stop telling me shut up, Wesley, because it hurts my feelings." 
No, I didn't see that. He did. Oh. He wrote a whole sort of blog post about it. And it was very sad. He was like, stop. It hurts my feelings. Shut up, Wesley. What's so sad about it is I was like, oh, Will, as a human being, I totally understand how being haunted for 30 years with Shut Up, Wesley has got a really great on you. And yeah. also, as a fan, like, it's never going away. No, never. It's like it's like not saying so say we all if you're a Battlestar Galactica fan. Like, the, forget it. That's it. You gotta yeah. make your peace with it. You gotta take your shut up Wesley lemons and turn them into shut up Wesley lemonade. <laughs> um, I think, uh, yeah, he, yeah, I agree. He needs to get over it. He needs to embrace it. He needs to wear t-shirts that says shut up Wesley. Yeah, that's it. That's right. He's gotta, he's gotta do something like every time someone says shut up Wesley, he makes like somebody else donate money to a cause. Right. You know, something like that. He's got to find a way to be friends with it. Because Shut Up Wesley is going to outlive him. Right. There's no way he's going to be on this show. No, there's no possible way. Well, he just looks so, you know, wildly different than the Q yeah. presaged version <laughs> than himself. Yeah, he better, start going to the gi- he better start going to the gym 20 years ago if he wants to look That's like that guy. <laughs> They should get that guy. <laughs> they should. <laughs> oh, hello, Wesley. Yeah, I want Bev on the show. I want Riker on the show. Sure. Um, I don't know. I don't think I need to see Jordy on the show. I think uh, I would like to see LeVar Burton host Jeopardy. So I would like him to replace Alex Trebek on Jeopardy. So frankly, that's what I need him to do. So he's going to be okay. too busy in my mind. Is that a is that an idea original to you or is that like a thing that's happening on the, in no, the world? No, he he t- he tweeted it. He was like, "I want to be the host of Jeopardy now that Alex Trebek is stepping down." And I'm like, "Yeah, wow. you do. Of course you do. That's, Wouldn't he be amazing. great? He'd be so good." Yeah, he'd be terrific. Um, Who else do we want? Uh, I don't need to see Marina Sirtis, but I really want to see Bev. Yeah, I could. I think Troy needs to pop in. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say no to a Troy pop in. Yeah. I don't, she doesn't need to be a serious regular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like they're going to bring Worf in when the ratings flag. Sure. Worf is going to be a muckety-muck for the Klingons at some point. I mean, yeah. He's got to be like a high council guy. Yeah. He's got to be the Klingon star child or whatever. Galron's probably still got his eyebrows <laughs> waxed. Waxed no. and ready to go. Oh, no. Galron is long dead and uh, Worf has, has his eyebrows hanging on a wall. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say grafted onto his, his own. Yeah, he's, he's going to be like, behold behold the spoils of my victory. Garrett's right. eyebrows. Um, obviously the Binars, episode one. Binars would be great. What it I'm is, s- no, it's like Three's Company. The show's Three's Company, and it's Picard and the two Binars come and knock on our door, and they're like, no, yes, I will, I and- won't knock on the door. Picard is the Jack Tripper in this scenario. Yeah, he's tripping over sofas. He's pretending to be gay so that he doesn't get evicted with the binars. That's what's happening. Right. And they go hang out in 10 forward. Like Larry runs 10 forward. Oh, gotta have <laughs> Guinan back. Gotta have Guinan. Oh, please let Guinan be back. Please, please. And now, okay, Guinan doesn't age, right? And so you're like, but Whoopi Goldberg has aged. But Whoopi Goldberg looks fantastic. Put a hat on her, she's fine. Put a platter yeah. hat on her and a big choir robe, she's done. She's ready to go. Yeah. Bring her back. Yeah. I'd like to pop in and see what Rose up to. Like, she'd be like, what's up, Picard? I got a second earring. Boom. 
that's what's happening. That's what I've been up to these 20 years. I got a second earring. Now, now don't step to me. Jenna also asks, uh, what future do you predict for Picard? So here's what we have to go on. All right. We have uh, the last episode of the series where we saw Picard kind of flash forward. I don't know. What was it? 30 years in the future where he was old and he, people thought he was crazy. I don't know. Is he an admiral? Is he out of Starfleet and like digging around planets and gets called in for one last mission? Yeah, I think he's for sure. He's retired. He's retired. He, uh, and then, yeah, something like he got called back on one last mission or there's like some, some archaeology, Indiana Jones-ish, Indiana Vosh type situation happening. Right. Now, did he settle down with Vosh or with the lady oh. from, um, First Contact? No, I don't or think nobody. he settled I don't think he settled down with anybody. I think he's a restless spirit because he's in love with Beverly and he uh, has never made his feelings plain. And so that's it. And she's meanwhile, she's like still thinking about that Irish ghost that she had the greatest love of her life with. Sure. Also, the third option is that lady from um, the Ast- the uh, stellar cartographer lady. Oh, sure. There were a lot of possibilities. What yeah. if she was? he was like, you know what? I've tried all the regular people. It's not working. I resurrected Minuet. I know it's supposed to be Riker's babe, but this digital sex bot's all I need. Oh, and that's already like, at Riker's place. Yeah. That's what gets him to Risa, to go to the tiki bar. Yeah. All it's of his, his waitresses are clones, or holograms of Minuet. Yeah, this is perfect. And he's like, my Minuet bot needs maintenance, Riker. And the, it's really awkward when the binars run into her. Yeah. That's right. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> that was my groundbreaking impression of the binars. What is that high-pitched sound you make? That is our primary language. You know what they could do? They could recast... I mean, John Delancey's so great, but they could recast Q because he could be anything. You know what would be awesome? Yeah. What if, like, what if they found out that Picard had a degenerative disease... And, like, the end of the series, he's going to die Breaking Bad style. So he's like, this is my opportunity to, like, finally do the thing. Because, you know, I don't know if you know this, Charlie, but Patrick Stewart can act really well. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, a good actor. Yeah. So it's like, I would like to be at home doing my Dixon Hill cosplay... But I have this degenerative d- disease, and so therefore I've got to do X, Y, Z before I kick it. Right. So it's like Lion in Winter, King Lear in Space kind of stuff. Sure. Do you think Dixon Hill's going to come back? That's a good question. Um, I hope not. I mean, it's long flight times. I mean, they could, they could always hop in the holodeck while nothing else is going on. That's true. But I would I don't I don't need any more Dixon Hill. I feel like I've had that experience. I, it can be right. re, it can rest comfortably in the past. So the last time that we saw him was Nemesis, and he had crashed yet another ship into another thing. I'll bet <laughs> they took the ships away from him after that. <laughs> yeah, and he's bitter. Things... He's bitter, and he's afraid to fly. The whole thing happens in a, like a driving simulator. They're like, right. come on, Picard. Skinny pedal on the left. You can do it. And he's like, flashbacks. There are four lights. Oh, here's a good... That would be a good job for Jordy then. Jordy could be the old black guy that teaches him to be... 
Teach him to be good at stuff. Teaches him to believe in himself. Yeah. His his bagger Vance. I definitely want Riker on the show. Yeah. Why not? Frakes is Why hanging out, looking for stuff yeah. to do, directing stuff. Boom, he's right there. Yeah. Now, Charlie, we can't forget that this show is being written by Michael Shabon, or however we pronounce his name. This world-renowned novelist who wrote... What are the novels that he wrote? He wrote... He wrote um, Cavalier and Clay. He yes, wrote Cavalier and Clay. Yiddish Policeman's Union. He wrote, but like he's a, he wrote that uh, he wrote that baseball book. Uh, Strikes and balls, my life on the diamond. Yeah. So what if Picard's <laughs> playing baseball and reading comic books, a la Cavalier and Clay? Right. Cavalier and Clay had like some low key homosexuality. What if uh, Picard is like I'm embracing all sides of me? Um, you know, gender is a concept. That's right. Especially in the 20th... Is it a new century? I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't do math. See aforementioned comment read. Prime. Yeah. Um, Any listeners, if you know what century it is, please let us know. <laughs> I, I asked somebody today, I was like, it's 2018 still, right? Time is no meaning. I've gone into a vortex. means nothing. Um, Jcas is back with another question. This is a piggyback. Okay. Probably safe to assume various TNG characters will make guest appearances. What do you think each of them will have been up to since the end of the last chapter of the TNG saga? And what will be the reason for their future interaction with Picard? Okay, well, we already covered Riker with the Tiki Bar. The Magnum PI-style yeah. Tiki Bar. Which I would like to see, just for the record, I would like to see that to be a whole separate spinoff, which is like Riker PI. Sure. Wearing loud piano... Uh, Hawaiian shirts, solving crimes, getting sexy, driving fancy cars. We've said we've we've done Worf. We know what he's up to. Yeah. Uh huh. He has Beverly, mounted Garon's eyebrows. Beverly is probably teaching, or she's like Beverly's gone like Ina Garten. I think. No, here's she's what just it is. like. Here's what it oh is. Boy. I got it. I got it. I got it. To bring in Picard out of retirement because he's got to convince Bev to like. I don't know, some diplomacy, whatever things. Like, she's in a war zone and she won't stop healing people. And he's got to be like, you gotta stop healing these people so we can do the diplomacy bomb. And she's like, forget it! Because you know Bev doesn't slow down. She's not kicking back. She's working. She's healing people. Okay, I like that. What if it was moonlighting, only it's Picard and Bev? Oh, that'd be and, good. And they're like, that's a lot of crime, crime solving. Is where I'm. Is where my heart's at right now. Yeah, sure. But like quippy, fun, sexy crime solving, not like boring, bloody crime solving. No, it'd be like Murder She Wrote. <gasps> on on uh, you know Vagra Three or whatever. I think Picard is like settled into like a seaside, arch, you know, archaeology lectureship in some distant planet. And there are somehow 40 murders a day uh, in this quiet community of 55 people. Who do you think of the, of the, here's a sidebar game, of all of the crew, who had a novel in their hard drive, like a half-finished novel? Picard, yes, obviously. Data, certainly, yes. Bev, maybe. Jordy. Who else? Jordy, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Can you hear me? Okay, you're just ignoring me. 
Uh, no, I was I was going with it, Jordy. Okay. Yes, I acknowledge I acknowledge your contribution into this game. Thank you, thank you. You're like no, not Jordy. Um. <laughs> Jordy's novel is all like fan fiction. He's all right. like Leia Brahms laid her hands on my Brahms. That's <laughs> okay. Barkley has written his own RPG uh, campaign. Right. Loxana's probably dead at this point, right? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Troy has not bothered to write a novel. She doesn't need to write a novel. No, she doesn't need to. She understands people too well. Yeah, she's fine. She's she's done all the expressing she feels like doing. There would be sentences like, and and he felt vaguely uneasy. <laughs> he couldn't put his finger on it, but someone wasn't telling the truth. Captain... He's lying. I'm almost sure of it. He doesn't mean what he says. Why would Jordy have a reason to pop on by the USS uh, Picard? I don't think that he would have a reason, and honestly, I don't think he's going to be on the show. He's my, I'm just my instinct, my hunch, least likely to be on the show. Jordy the Forge. That's not the game. <laughs> what if Jordy, I'll bet Jordy has like designed a new ship or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Jordy is like giving conferences. He's like a, he's no longer on a ship. I think he's like, you know, he's like, he's not at the academy, but he's like doing conference. He's like in a think tank. You know, like when politicians retire and then they become like think tank people and they make a bunch of money as a consultant. I think Jordy is a consultant. Right. Because like who's still got the seafaring life? Like who's got the spacefaring bug who continued to do it for 20 years? Data's probably out there still swinging. I just think that Jordy has probably found some like nerdy girl to love him and has settled down and has like eight children and is writing books like textbooks and technical manuals. Yeah. The flip side of that is like he's crashing with Data who's now you know he's got his own yeah, he's a captain. Jordy's divorced and it's like a whole Felix and Oscar thing except they're both Felix. That's right. Jordy married that awkward lady with the you know the blob dog. Right. And now and then she kicked him out and now He's like living with data. Do 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 and they're like Felix and Oscaring it. If any producers of the new Picard show are listening, uh, if you need any any consultants <laughs> to come in and re- rehash TV shows from long ago t- to fit on your new Picard show, we are we're on top of new it. People, um, I'd like to see a night court with Picard oh. as the as uh, Harry. I would like to see a Nightcart with um, Worf as Harry, and he'd be like, "Jail for all of you." I will have I will have none of this hi- these hijinks. <laughs> but still, Marky Post is there, being like, "I'm Spunky Prosecutor." A hundred percent, and Riker gets hauled in all the time. The prisoners will not be harmed until they're found guilty. All right. Oh, here comes Josh. Admiral's Club. Do you think he'll be an admiral or completely retired? Oh, will he go back to his brother's vineyard? I want to know what pitch was given to him to get him back. Okay, 100% says he does not go back to his brother's vineyard because screw that guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he went back to the vineyard, he made the peace, they buried the proverbial hatchet, and then that's it. You don't need to go back there. He doesn't want to be... If he's back at his brother's vineyard in France, like, how depressing. 
He's only there well, if he has a degenerative disease and has nowhere to go. Maybe that's where it starts, but I don't think he's staying there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. He's like, I bust me out of this prison, Bev. She's like, right. oh, I'm here. I'm here to bust you out. But I, he's got that, you know, explorer spirit. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see him doing that. I'm sorry, you broke up there. Could you say that again? Uh, I was saying, I, I don't think... He's got that explorer spirit. I don't think he's gone back to live a quiet life on Earth. Yeah, no way. No way. It might be somewhere, but it's probably not on the vineyard. Yeah, no way. He's got to learn um, about rocks and, and ancient archaeology stuff. I don't think he's an admiral, because I, I, as stated before, he crashed too many ships into stuff. Yeah, I think that's right. I think, uh, what if he was an archaeologist and he discovered Donkey Kong? And now he's just, like, playing Donkey Kong all the time. And people are like, hey, Jean-Luc, you gotta put that stuff down. Right. <laughs> or he's gotten back into that game that they played. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, you know what? I got this game on my phone, and it's so mindless, it reminds me of that game. And I'm like, I'm being hypnotized to probably take down the world. What game well, I is play it? it. It's this game where you move the... It's like Tetris in reverse. You Like, you build a little... It's like a little puzzle game. It's completely stupid. I don't want to give it any advertising. Kids, stay off drugs. Don't do the game. Uh, he also wants to know the pitch was given to uh, Patrick Stewart to get him back. That's a great question. That is. Because, you know, it's uh, not just the money. Right. Because he can do whatever he wants. Um... And they're not going to say anything. I'm sure they've already decided the direction the show's going, but they're not going to say anything. I'll bet the money's nothing to shake a stick at. I'm sure the money is is very respectable. What do they say in like when you when you're rich but polite about it? What do they say? That you're comfortable. I'm sure it's a yeah. comfortable figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His heirs will have. Um, something to fall back on. Yeah, that's right, because you know he blew through that X-Men money. Just like, bow! Now, Megan, we have um, we have not discussed this in detail, but it seems um, there's got to be a Q episode. Please, please. Oh, please, let there be a Q episode. Charlie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta stop and just say this. Isn't this amazing? What it's kind so of world great. are we living in that this is happening? I, I mean, oh. so many times I'm watching the same episodes I've watched 400 times, and I was like, I just wish there was one more season. Boom! Let me tell you what. I think Star Trek Discovery, because this wouldn't have been even on the decks had Star Trek Discovery not done so well. So good job, Star Trek Discovery people. And they're like, oh, people do want to watch more Star Trek. I know. 100%. What would be a get? Jean-Luc Picard. I'm so thrilled about it. Yeah. Um, and I, I have... I like Discovery fine. I watch it. It's fine. Um, but nobody can handle uh, hold a candle to Picard. That's it. That's the bottom line. Plus, he's such a great character, especially now, right? Because he's like Mr. Dipl like Diplomacy. And like, don't right. you want that now? I bet that's the pitch that they got him back. They're like, look, we need Jean-Luc Picard. We need him. Oh, the episode could be called QAnon. <laughs> Timely joke! What? Uh-oh. Um, uh 
new listener mail from Brystopher. Admiral's Club. Picard's sexy outfit predictions. More shorty pajamas. Topless on Ryza. Will he finally get, quote, number one to, quote, engage? Hashtag dong talk. <laughs> I think I get it. You know what? First of all, Brystopher, thank you for speaking to my passions. The things that I care about on this podcast. Like, thank you. Dongs. Well, just the shorty, the shorty pajamas. Like, like, like okay. Picard. Let's let's have Picard in all of his lion in winter glory. Agreed. He is such an attractive man. Did you see him at the Comic Con with his in his in his you know jeans and his T-shirt, being like, "There's new Star Trek yeah, yeah. kids." I was like, Please. still super fit. Um, I do not think they're gonna make him wear shorty pajamas. Yeah. Sadly, I think the sun has set on that beautiful empire of shorty pajamas. But there might be some glitter fabrics, you know, some lame. Hold your hold your breath, maybe. Some some um, asymmetrical cuts, some some seams on the bias, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, he's still wearing his pajama tops are still open to the navel. For sure. He but works too not, hard at the gym to not have a little gesticular action. Those little shorties, though. No. Um, and I don't. I think he's similar. Even if he's on Risa, I don't think he's flaunting anymore. He might, although he might be one of those like old European guys who just like is very happy in a speedo, no matter their age or physique. Oh, yeah, he's really he's got he's not doesn't have any hangups. He's doing great. No. Um, will he finally get number one to engage? I don't know. I don't know what that means, and I don't know. I think he's making a little a little uh, slash fake joke about Picard and Riker. That's what that's how I'm interpreting. I was trying to not engage, <laughs> if you will. I find explaining the joke kills the joke, <laughs> or yeah. makes the joke funnier. <laughs> I mean, I like to over-explain jokes a lot, and nobody else thinks it's as funny as I do. <laughs> I think that's it for listener mail. It must be- I hope everybody's excited. It's time for a special Picard-themed segment of... Megan's Corn Report. Megan. Yes, Charlie. How's the corn? The corn... Okay. The corn... Have you ever heard of corn sweating? When you sweat the corn? Now, I... Last time... If you'll recall, you tried to tell me there's something called corn fucking. I know. Listen, I was. So I, was, I don't believe. I might have been. I don't believe. I you. might have been pulling your your leg just a little bit just to spice things up in our podcast. It's because, as I recall, that day we were both very tired. But this is a real thing. It's a, it's a corn sweating, and you. It's a, it's like a process. It's like it gets the sugars out of the corn. But look, look, you don't need the special machine. Because the corn's already in a hot lather. You know why? Because Jean-Luc Picard is hitting, hitting the airwaves. The corn just like busts yeah. out like, oh, ah. Like they're so excited. It's it's just, let me tell you. Mm. Hey. Um, is it like popcorn? Oh, yeah. It's, it's hot and husky. That's what it's like. Hot and husky. Okay, here's a picture of the show. It's called Picard, hot and husky. <laughs> he is gained a lot of weight. And he's but still making gone, it happen. That's right. And he goes to a weight loss colony on a planet. He doesn't have to, because they're like, turn around, you're fine. 
You, this is body positivity. It's 24th century. You're just, you're That's just, right. you're just super fine. Gonna butter you up. And Ry- Riker welcomes him, and they eat a party hoagie together, <laughs> like Lady of the Tramp. Because Riker is the definition of hot and husky, so that's perfect. That's right. <laughs> 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 that should be the name of Riker's show. Oh. Hot and husky. <laughs> it's definitely called Riker. His bar is definitely called Riker's Hot and yeah. Husky. <laughs> no, his, his, show, his uh, bar is called Boners, and it's just a big trombone. It's perfect. <laughs> hot and Husky is the drink special. <laughs> He's a hundred percent. A hundred percent has a trombone theme. Yeah. Beach bar. <laughs> Oh, speaking of R.I.P., uh, Bill Watrous, who played trombone for Riker oh, on the I show, uh, passed away. Thanks for yeah. your service, Bill. Too, too bad. Uh, very famous Jasmine. Is that any other corn news? Uh, well, I was out there gathering the news, and then this thing happened, and so we all just kind of stopped and lost our minds, and that's where we are. With the corn, but there should be some big time corn news next month because next month um, is is uh, we start the harvesting. We get the Iowa State Fair oh. happening at the end of this month in August, where we start comparing oh, corn boy. sizes. Yeah, who's got the biggest corn, the huskiest corn, the most exciting corn, the, the most uh, novel corn, the corn uh-huh. that resembles which celebrity? Like that's a thing. So that's all coming at the end of this month. It's going to be very exciting. Here's what you do: you take a cup of a cob of corn. You just scrape one sort of row or two rows of kernels off of it. Boom. You got a cob that looks like Jean-Luc Picard. Just like, boom. It's just like a little ball, but still got the stuff around the middle. That's how you do it. That's how you win the celebrity impression. Corn Uh competition that's happening in the Iowa State Fair. I'll bet William Shatner is um, stalking around Paramount right now, or CBS, (gasps) trying to get into rooms... Listen, what about an elderly Picard? He's, what about an elderly Shatner Kirk? Uh. He's driving around his hover round, pl- blasting out, uh, you know, talking on its jitterbug, calling people, <laughs> blasting his Rocket Man album out to the world and be like, I used to be a contender. And they're like, Bill, Bill, honey, it's time for your medicine. Wow. Patrick Stewart is only nine years younger than Kirk. Exercise keeps you young. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that someday. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think you can start when you're in your 60s. That's what I figure. That's the that's the body I most want to preserve. My 60-year-old body. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Corn, corn, and corn. And that was Megan's Corn Report. Um, do you think, Megan, is it too... Um, is it too hubristic to think that we might have had a little part to get the show back in the air? I, I uh, give us 100% credit. Because there's no such thing as too hubristic when you're talking to Megan Gogarty. Oh. <laughs> no, no doubt. They were like, should we? And then we're like, oh, but this podcast exists. And they were like, okay. It's on then. Set phasers to yes, ma'am. Megan, I think we've done our public service we did indeed charlie i feel good about it 
uh, it's just nothing but optimism going forth. It's like uh, we're about to go where no one has gone before. Boom. See what I did? A little Star Trek reference. That's how you end a podcast. Boom. I get it. Guys, um, I hope you're as excited as we are. Um, we are. Uh, we'll be back soon with another episode, maybe. And uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Uh, keep your letters and tweets coming in. Uh, we are Set Phasers Pod on Twitter. Uh, we have an email address still, I think. Um, there's an Instagram page you can also follow. Good times. Boy, it really took... It really... Got a brand. Got to do branding. <laughs> Did we get any listener mail? Let me check. Nope. Well, they're going to just pile in after they hear this episode. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of emails. Oh, emails are already flooding in. We don't have time to answer them, though. <laughs> um, Alright, well, uh, guys, we'll see you at the premiere of USS Picard. Yay! Mm, a yay. bright new day dawns! Our mission is to go forward. And it's just begun. Set velocity. Warp 6, Mr. LaForge. Aye, sir. Warp 6. There's still much to do. Still so much to learn. Miss LaForge. Engage. Engage.